culture can create idiosyncratic displays, rites, and rituals that have no or nominal bearing on threat prediction and hostile intent determination. We yep. feel that culture only matters as context, providing increased granularity with which to support one's evidence-based conclusions. Yes. Measuring culture is laboriously slow, especially when the decisions to use deadly force are generally measured in nanoseconds to seconds. So that that was whoever this. wrote that knows what the <laughs> f they're talking about, my dear friend. I know that. Welcome to the Left of Greg podcast. Hello. Thank you for tuning in to the Left of Greg podcast. I'm Brian Marin, the host and creator of the show. As always, I will be joined by human behavior expert, Mr. Greg Williams, who the show is affectionately named after. Here on the Left of Greg show, our goal is to increase your advanced critical thinking ability through a better understanding of what we call human behavior, pattern recognition, and analysis. If you'd like to find out more about what that is, you can check the episode details. If you have any questions or would like us to cover a specific topic, please reach out to us at leftofgreg at gmail.com. This week, we are talking about the overuse of culture as a lens with which to view a person, place, group, or event. As we often say in our training courses, culture is merely context, and although it may help to understand certain cultural differences, we don't feel that it's as important as people make it out to be. During the episode, we define what we mean by culture, and we discuss the different ways people choose to be a part of or adopt cultural norms and beliefs. We also talk about the phrase, perception is reality, and how humans naturally fear things they don't understand, which can cause them to make errors in judgment that cost people their lives. Please don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find the links in the episode details. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please tell your friends about it. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. All right. Well, good morning, Greg. We are, uh, for those listeners uh, listening, uh, we are recording this actually on the morning of, of April 20th. So 420, which has a lot of significance for a lot of folks. Um, but so it's so always that 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 feeling in the background of uh, obviously, uh, uh, you know, anniversary of Columbine and, and a few other major events and then has gained other cultural significance, which actually, I guess we're going to be talking about today. Um, But today we want to get into um, what we talk about is we've said this before on podcasts and we say it a lot in our different training courses when we're talking about culture and we say culture is merely context, meaning when I'm trying to understand human behavior, a lot of people really get into, well, what's the culture of, you know that they're part of, or what does this mean, or what is their motive? And a lot of this builds into it. Um, us, we don't pay as much attention to that because we, but, but it's, it's there for context. And I'll, I'll give like a quick example, maybe, you know, let you, you kind of define it is, uh, you know, everyone talks about these different cultural differences and you got to learn them. And that's great, um, you know, but a lot of them are, are pretty self-evident, you know, perfect example of, uh, uh, you know, when we go to um, uh, Japan, if you've ever been on a subway train in Tokyo, you know, they have guys who work there that have wear white gloves and they pack everyone into the train to get it super, you know, as full as possible. Well, in the United States, would that work here? No, no one's going to, no one's going to stand for that, right? In our culture here, we don't like that, but, but it's very different in Japan where culturally that's acceptable there to be yeah. packed in that tightly with people and we the reason we stay away from a lot of the culture because there's a lot of i'm using air quotes experts out there that that talk about this different pundits uh my favorite example is um you remember when george w bush visited the troops in iraq that one time and he's up there speaking with nuri al-maliki and uh the one guy let it they let him there was a local reporter uh took a shoe off and threw it at him and you know he, he, he dodged dodged the shoe and uh threw another one but um 
they every go on every you know news station and they have their their middle east expert going well in that part of the world you know that's extremely insulting and you're like okay if at any time someone's standing up speaking at a podium no matter where you're at in the world someone takes their shoe off and throws it at you i'm, I'm guessing it's an insult and they're it's not just- saying hey have my pair of shoes you know they're not giving it to you as a gift so you know we we, we overcomplicate certain things those are just quick examples but since we 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 say you know culture is context i want to throw to you greg and kind of define some of these terms what we mean by culture because i think we should probably uh, start with that so this is an episode where bring out your yellow pad pull over for a minute make sure that you rehearse it a couple of times so i'll make that deal with you brian so i'll street it uh from my point of view but then i would ask you uh, I'll do the culture part. You do the context part. So you're going to be my connective fiber on so what? Okay. Make sense? Okay. And and the reason is because I'm going to circle the drain one time before we go in. So uh, uh, last night, sleep is overrated in the Williams house because I got Shelly sick and she's been shooting at me. Uh, so I've got my body <laughs> bunker on and I'm hiding uh, right now. Uh, she went to work today, but I don't know how long that's going to last. Um, so last night in the middle of the night, uh, Dune was on the chapter one, never seen it, put it on. It was letterboxed, which I like. Uh, so I got to see it, uh, uh, read the old Frank Herbert, uh, series, thought it was great, but there's a part where the house of three days are, are entertaining one of the native, uh, 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 Arrakis, uh, personnel. And they come up during that meeting. And the very first thing the guy does without saying a word or anything else is spits in front of the, the new commander of Arrakis. And then everybody jumps in and they're about to take offense to that. And the one guy steps up and goes, hey, thank you for sharing your bodily fluid. And he spits back. That's a thing because it's a dry planet and all this other stuff. And you're supposed to because they got to remember, they got to bring the audience in a step at a time. Yeah. Because they assume we're all, you know, sheep or idiots. And everybody goes, wow, that was cool. Look at how they value. Well, the, the whole theme of the books would have gotten you there. But that was a great way for celluloid to, to get you right in a moment. So right. I always categorize culture in a bunch of different ways. And, and people go, you, you can't. And I can because <laughs> it's me. And the way I think about it, the very first culture I always think of, Brian, is in the Petri dish. So the things you put into the Petri dish to, to cultivate, to come out, what comes out at the end is a culture. Do you get what I'm saying? So right, right, that's right. the simplest yep. biological example of what we're talking about. Yeah. The next thing is uh, people overuse culture in business and, and uh, uh, they say, oh, the culture, the culture, the culture. Look, th- there's two types we'll talk about in a minute. But then in addition to the culture of a business, you got the culture of a people, a tribe, a group of people, right? Uh, 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 an extended family that hangs together. Then you've got the culture you adopt because I can adopt a culture. This is a free world. You get what I'm trying to say? I don't have to be in a culture to adopt that. We've seen that happen many times. We've seen people do it for nefarious intent and claim that they have a royal background or a decree of some kind when they don't, right? And we've seen other people just to say, hey, I'd like the Mohawk hairstyle. Uh, no, no, No pun intended there for Native Americans, but you know, it's what you adopt. And then The final one for that, the fifth uh, uh, way to look at it, is that how do people categorize you? They're saying, oh, they're with this culture. Now, that can be completely misinterpreted. Then I would add just two quick ones, and then we can break it down any way we want. I would add to that five, I would add an A and B that go with each one. So there's an inward, okay, that culture which defines us in those roles. And then there's the outward, that which we choose to project to the rest of the world or how the rest of the world is 
is reading us. You see? So with something that complicated, because you know what people do? They go, oh, heritage, uh, art, uh, music, that defines a culture. Yeah. Well, you know, can. on the surface, it can. No, it can. Right? Yeah. It does, it, it's not that what that's what defines it. It's that that can define a description. Putting those things together will define maybe a period of that time frame in in exactly. art or music or that that country or that city exactly. or that neighborhood. And that's that's the beauty of it. There's a lot of complexity uh, um, in in it. And even to to the business one, yet yeah, people do talk about that a lot. Yep. I love the the definition um, uh, Clark Dave, uh, Clark Daver gave gave to us because. He, you know, he, if you go back and everyone was listening to those episodes, but he just said, you know, culture is just the the interaction of the players in the game. And yep. I was like, wow, that was a really cool, simple definition of that is how we interact defines that sort of culture. But but there's a lot in there. Like you said, there's the inward versus the outward. Uh, exactly. There's every different group that you belong to and how you were raised defines the culture of of that situation. And it's de- it's dependent, too. I mean, it's literally almost the context of what of, of which you've used. and and globally and geographically and at a temporal state at a moment in time and and people keep saying that uh, uh culture uh defines and i use that and what i meant by mine is that it helps us interpret things culture it's a, helps it's a us. lens yeah it, it is it's a lens and it's a language right so right culture shapes us but we shape culture. That's why I go back to that biological example in the Petri dish because, or Petri dish, however you say it. My neighbor's Rob Petri. I used to like <laughs> so, the Dick Van Dyke show. I suck at chemistry, but the people that know what I'm talking about know. But when you put those items in there, uh, uh, look, uh, so, so what was the historical necessity of culture? And I want you to give the definition of contact. The idea was that a group of people had to interact with another group of people, and there were probably things that we could learn from them, buy from them, breed with them, uh, form a defensive pact with them. So it was important for growth. And, and for that suitable growth, we had to understand. So we weren't constantly pissing people off. No, I only wear one shoe. No, that's how my hair always looks. You know, the, I'm going white belt, Brian, but you get what I'm yeah. trying to say. So, so we, have to, we have to define that. So context is an additional lens. Well, you, you have to define it within that. So perfect example, I, I guess, um, you know, you operated in different Middle Eastern countries. And then right. all of a sudden it's like, you know, Thursday night and there's all these people out, but it's mostly men. And it's like, oh, okay, they're all hanging out Thursday night because Friday is their holy day, but it's only the men that do that because culturally it's different. You know, they don't include women in everything exactly. you know, over there. And then, so what does everyone do though? They all jump to these different unreasonable conclusions sometimes exactly. about that culture because, you know, perf- you know, They'll say, okay, well, you know, they don't treat women the same way. It's like, okay, well, well, socially it's a little bit different, but who runs every household you've ever been in, you know, when you, when you go into the Middle East, yep. like it's, it's usually the wife or the grandma, who's ever there is, is kind of overall in charge in that situation. And, and no matter where you're at. And then when, you know, especially like Saudi Arabia, okay, you see the same thing, but then more women have secondary post uh, secondary degrees in that country than men do so so, so technically the, the women at a higher level are more educated than the men in terms of a formal education but it, so it, it it can become we we can we can throw things in the wrong bucket or come to an unreasonable conclusion based on that and it's just really just to define the moment or the context that you're in to go oh okay i see why this is different than what i'm used to Exactly. But so, I can't so we always can't go past that, right? We it, can't it, go past that because, Brian, if you look back to Mesopotamia, look back to, to, to early Egypt, 
uh, women have been venerated in every historical perspective. That, look at the Bible. Or, look or at every or war or song or anything that's exactly. ever been written. It's about so, love. So then, then let's take a look at Italy. And if you go to an Italian household, who's going to tell you to take your shoes off and smack in the back of the head yeah. and tell you to go help with the dishes, right? And But that's not just Italy because that happens in Germany. And, and Shelley's family has a Polish background. I saw that in Hamtramck in Detroit all the time. My brother Jeff is, is still at the beck and call of, of Marcy, you know, and, and and, and uh, uh, their mom. Uh, so listen, what we what we have to do sometimes is go back to Preb's comment uh, uh, a long time ago that we dwell on the similarities rather than the differences. And I think that really helps define what what you and I do in in human behavior as well. Well, and and here's the the other thing about um, about culture. Like I can kind of now, especially with social media, I can belong to whatever group I want. Whether or That's not I point. actually actually exactly. belong to that group, so so every you know every uh, area or every place I've lived, every situation I've been in has a different culture to it. You know, so like I grew up in Chicago. Well, Chicago has its own culture as a city, as a whole city. But I grew up in an Irish Catholic neighborhood on the south side. That has its that has a very unique in its own culture. And then, well, that also makes me I'm a White Sox fan, which that culture is different than than the Cubs fans. You know, exactly. are completely different. Then I was in the Marine Corps. That has its own culture. Then I I mean, so you can be. And then now I'm on social media. So guess what? I get to belong to whatever group I want. And I get to be a part of that culture, right? And and subculture that 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 goes on in there. And so although it, it it's 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 interesting, it's novel, but to me it's it's all the same, right? And meaning there's cultures, there's subcultures. I get to be part of one and part of the other and I get to identify with another one even though they've never met me and don't know me over there. I feel I feel related to it, so I I identify with that. And so the the, the point of it is if you if you're if I'm trying to make decisions off of that, it's it's not very good, right? It's not a very good way to arrive at a reasonable conclusion about exactly. Something. So so you know why? And and you just illustrated nine different ways why. But let me add the idea that uh, fifty years ago we would call you a Renaissance man. It was right. okay to say man and woman and differentiations then too, but now we would accuse you of cultural appropriation. Right. And in the same breath that I would come out using cultural appropriation, somebody would come off the, the top rope and say, yeah, but DEI, we want to include everybody. Inclusion is important. And well, equitable treatment of people. Listen, those all exist. They've they, always they've been existed. been around a long time. There, there's an ass <laughs> that didn't believe it and enslaved somebody. There's a group of people that didn't believe it and interred the Japanese dur during World War II right. because they thought they were a threat. But there was also Pol Pot and Khmer Rouge yeah. and other groups that, that killed millions. So so stop for a minute and take a look at the big picture. What we do, Brian, is we're looking at culture through a straw many times mm -hmm. when we need to, to throw that straw away and actually open our eyes. But what does that do? That reveals some of our own faults and weaknesses, and that's what people are afraid of. And because you can't, you, most people can't be defined by one, even if they try to, right. you're not defined by one single culture. I mean, that that's, I mean, unless you're just that, you know, those, uh, you know, the, the very devout Buddhist monks that never leave the temple that are only right. there. Like that's the one and only thing. Maslow. They do. Yeah. <laughs> Down and in, right? It was one tribe. That was a, that was a stretch. That was a stretch on your normal Maslow bashing. I don't know how you went from Buddhist, <laughs> Buddhist monk. Because to, it's uh, a closed system, but you're I, specifically I, I, right I, on. You're right back I, to the I, PC I, dish. I get, I get. 
I loosely get what, what you're saying oh, there. Um, um, but but it's a cold mess. Yeah, exactly. No, no, but but you. So we we can be any one of those things, and and so you know, and it, you can it, be all of them. That's your point, and yeah. I want to make sure yeah, people yeah, yeah, listen that, that to is that. My point. Yeah. Is you can be any of them, you can be none of them, and still be a part of them. Okay, you can say that I'm a part of this community. Like for example, if you live in a tenement because that's all you can afford, and you happen to be in one of those places that people say, hey. You know, 50 years ago, 80 years ago, they designed this as low income because they knew that they were going to put the freeway right next door and it was going to be an airport. People still live there, even though we know that people choose to live there because it's the only place that they can live. But that doesn't mean that they don't have a culture because inside of their house and the music in their car or in their earbuds when they're listening on the bus on the way to work. That's what defines us. Each of us is so different because we're so multifaceted. And anybody that, that, that's going to be guilty of cultural appropriation or, or racism or, or some other uh, argument word you know, that, that people bring up now is because of your view. You can't define me with your view. Right. I have to define me with what I think I am, right? And, and Yeah, exactly. And, and, so the, and, and the reason why we're, we're taking our time to discuss this and talk about it is because we, you know, we, we can use it as a context, but everything we focus on are, are, are of course demonstrations of intent Precisely. and you know when whether you're trying to do some sort of threat prediction or whatever you're trying to do or whether it's a threat or opportunity you know i i can look it to to make that signal more pure we focus on certain elements that are going to be there regardless of what culture you are part of or claim yep. to be a part of or any of those things that may, like you said, add context to the situation of why I'm seeing something, but it doesn't always help me determine it, it almost I can't rely on that alone to to determine what someone's likely intent is. And and you know, we we talked about it and I brought it up because you 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 know, we we were involved in a project where part of this started to come into account, which is why we ended up saying this isn't this this isn't going to go anywhere. And I, I I I like what you wrote as when we had to do the after action review and what we put it together. And I think I can read part of that without getting into anything uh, on the podcast. But you know, you said. Yeah, the Arcadia Cognati human behavior principles rely on human behavior characteristics which demonstrate intent. Culture can create idiosyncratic displays, rites, and rituals that have no or nominal bearing on threat prediction and hostile intent determination. We yep. feel that culture only matters as context, providing increased granularity with which to support one's evidence-based conclusions. Yes. Measuring culture is laboriously slow, especially when the decisions to use deadly force are generally measured in nanoseconds to seconds. So that that was whoever this... wrote that knows what the <laughs> f they're talking about, my dear friend. I know. Next time, I got to just tell you I wrote this because because uh, once, once, once you know I won't remember. I know you, you won't know remember. I won't remember exactly. So, so, no, but, you know but, why but, we wrote that yeah. because it was such a philosophical underpinning of the new team that was coming in that they were like, but yeah, should somebody be watched and, and can somebody be defined and can we, and you know what? You're watching all the time. You're, you're human. So you're judging all the time. And, and all of us judge other humans all the time. That's why we make communication errors, Brian. That's because one another person's talking, instead of looking at them and listening, we're looking at them and saying, God, I hope they stop so I can interject my viewpoint. And that's what I'm going back to there is that, listen, 
uh, just because you're an Arab American doesn't mean that you 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 are hell bent on destroying uh, yes. a mosque yeah, yeah. Or, or more likely to get an AK and take a shot at a U.S. Marine. I, I mean, the whole Lebanon thing, we could go all the way through history. So why do people keep bringing those up? Because they're convenient. It's an well, easy thing. It's you a, know, it's a, it's a it's a simple heuristic. It's it's a exactly. it's a it's a you know uh, um, a stereotype that we think you know, we it, it, what, what the problem I have with this is is that that ends up screwing up our analysis of situations because why because we 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 weigh things that don't need to be weighed we we Matt, we give value to things that there are no value to and exactly. it, you know and and that what it does is it makes it easier for you know bad guys to operate is what it does. Yep. And when you yep. lump everyone together like this, it just makes it easier for, for people who want to do harm to operate in that environment because you're not seeing clearly. And if you're not seeing clearly, you're definitely not going to see them. So that kind of, cause it ties into as well. Um, you know, when the saying, and, and I, we had one of our listeners wrote in about, which is why I'm, I'm, I'm bringing it up is that the perception is reality, which is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good point. They, they brought up a good point too, which, you know, is, is true. I, I get what I mean when people say that it's what you perceive is what you're going to think. And that was a big thing. And and this example of our listener wrote up like, oh, it was like in uh, a boot camp. I had a drill instructor tell me that perception is reality. And, you know, what they're trying to get across is you have to look and act professional. You have to get a haircut. You have to press your, you know, uniform, all stuff. Why? Yep. Because when someone sees you, they go, oh, okay, you're squared away. You're professional. And they start you know, thinking that about you, which it can technically be true, but, but it doesn't mean you're any good at your job. It just means you look good in the moment. Right. And, and so it's funny, we all know those people that like, you know, they look like crap. They, you know, always seem to be like a slob, but like they're the best people at whatever it is that they do. They're really, really good at. And, and we judge them on these, these indicators that, don't always make sense if we don't put them into context, right? And there we're right back to context, Brian. So, so everybody listening to this uh, podcast understands what Sunday clothes mean. Everybody understands that when I grew up for 11 years straight, every Saturday morning, we went down to the garage and we sat on wooden boxes and we shined the one pair of shoes that we needed for Sunday morning. And they were the oldest, crappiest shoes, but you had to be able to see yourself in them. That's why the boot camp didn't bother me because it was back when they, you know, still had to have the high gloss shine on your uh, Cochran's uh, uh, boots and stuff. And and the idea was that, hey, I've been doing this my whole life. Now, anytime that we asked what the reason was for, we got the shit knocked out of us. Nobody explained to us that this is how we define ourselves when we go into other social uh, members of our group. In that setting, Sunday is more important than Monday or Saturday, right? And yeah. and so those little uh, 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 differentiations are distinctions with the different and become a heritage to that group. And that's wonderful to hang on to. Why? Because it offers me security. Uh, uh, there may be no economic benefit to it, but the bigger picture is that it does benefit you because people make knee jerk reactions. And if you come up smelling of alcohol or you come up and you're, uh, uh, more well-dressed with your hat in your hand and shiny shoes, you're going to project an image. And the idea is that the brain is constantly looking for a danger. So as you're coming up, danger is the first thing on your, mm-hmm. your, your, uh, 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 primitive mind, uh, going, I, I hear this lizard brain and these analogies all the time. And it's like, you know, stop quoting what you read and start yeah. understanding the shit that you've studied. Yeah. The idea is that 
your sensing mechanism and, and, and your amygdala is constantly trying to make order out of chaos around you. So here's a new player. They come up. They're kind of dressed like you. They kind of look like you. Things are kind of normal in that environment. So what are we doing? We're sense making. Uh, is the person's hands visible? Are they waist aware? Uh, does the person have a bulge under their coat? All those other things. So one of the cool things about uh, uh, culture, Brian, is it forms a society within a society where we can make judgments, value judgments, based on historical perspective. These people have always come into the village, kicked our asses, and stolen our women. Yeah. Uh, these people, however, have always come in and you know traded ch- tangelos for our butter. So, so, so those things are what our brain has accepted over the you know 175,000 years. Uh, uh, but guess what it hasn't done? It hasn't taken danger warning Will Robinson off the plate. So your culture is a way that you project your image around, and the perception of reality is what the other person sees. Now, if they draw their conclusion early, even if it's wrong, do you know how long it's going to take to break that? Break it. That's, yep. that's what they need to understand. And- the, and the and the longer that continues to hold true in my brain, my perception of you, yep. the harder it is for me to break that. I mean, and, and it, confirmation bias jumps yeah, in, yeah. and you say something or you I turn will, a certain way, I and only, I go, "There you go, there it is." There, it falls right into the bucket. And 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 what everyone wants is too is going well. You know how do you how do you change that? What can you do about it? Um, and you know, there's I, well, I, I thankfully a lot of that stuff is going away. Different. Um, well, we're gonna teach you how to not have different biases which is absolutely impossible oh. you can't that is, well, that is I, I love the one well, Brian. i'm going to teach maybe, you how not to have a bias you don't even know you have yeah it, well oh, there yeah. we go i mean maybe maybe if we work at it for the next few hundred thousand years i mean maybe yes. we could we then, totally then it'll happen uh, uh by then maybe a half million years from now we could get get rid of that um yep. but but the idea is it, it, it's always there so there's recognition of it going okay Am I falling into this cognitive trap that humans were designed to fall into yep. is a good way to look at it. But but knowing how to do this. And the other way, too, is is what we're talking about is sense making and problem solving. Right. And looking at its core and, yes. and looking looking for those similarities, not not the differences, because if I'm if I'm looking for similarities and I'm not finding any, well, then this is truly different and novel. Right. And yep. and, and and so if otherwise, if because if I focus on the similarities, right, it allows me to simulate that situation much faster. I learn it and go, oh, OK, I see why this person's behaving this way. Uh, it's because they don't understand what I'm saying because they don't speak my language. Right. And they're confused, not because they they have any ill intent behind their behavior. Or, or whatever yep. the situation is, and so, so by doing that, you know, you, I have to understand that that this is how all of us see the world at all times. And what can happen is I can get really good at maybe defeating this in a certain area, but that doesn't mean I'm good at it everywhere else, right? So maybe Precisely. I'm good at it, Greg. Like from a security standpoint, uh, you can drop me in with a team or security team or whatever. I can go, well, I'll, I'll spin you up real quick. Go, okay, well, this is what that means. This is what it is and see how they're doing this. And they go, oh, wow. Yeah, I've seen that before. Got it. Right. Just like we do during training. But that doesn't mean I'm going to be just that good when I walk into the house dealing with nope. my own family and no, getting into argument. Time. So so I, ha- I conceptualizing that across multiple domains is the hard part, right? I mean, I mean exactly. It, but, 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 so but it's the same process. You, you don't have onboard oxytocin in your mouth that when you go by a person you can blow it on them and make them like you more yeah. okay we well, don't they, have that's those tools or hypnol i think yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly roofies so no but the because we don't have to, that we can use first impressions and culture to help us better understand and communicate 
with somebody else. So art can help us communicate with somebody. Oh, yeah. That's a language. And help us communicate with somebody. Music. But what you can't do is I'll, I'll give you two perfect examples. So, uh, Osen, I know from paying attention to you that you listen to Trent Reznor, Nine Inch Nails, and you turn it up and you love it on headphones and you love it on vinyl. Okay. Now I'm starting to create a characterization, uh, uh, atypical things about Brian that I can draw a reasonable conclusion on. Well, no, Brian likes music. Okay. Now, if you start acting out or manifesting or dressing in a certain way, those are things. Now, what if somebody uses that as an extreme message and puts it on the bottom of their message when they bomb a church or a mosque or uh, do a drive-by? Okay, do you see how many different spirals that we've got there? So right. which one of those can I use? Well, I can use that to define the attacker because that extremist uses this message each time that they go into this environment. So now that becomes a gating mechanism for me to help profile or define that person. You, you see, so I can and, use it to gain information, but I cannot use it to classify you. I cannot use that music and go, well, because that's heavy metal music. That's why he went to extremism. No, I, you see what I'm trying to say? Right, right. You, you, it's do the, all you, intent. Do the, you do the opposite. You say, oh, it's the music that did this. It's like, no, no, no. Because that that's person, the easy answer. Right. And it's it's wrong it, now, now I, I, it, it, that individual, maybe that music is helping fuel whatever it is that they're going to do almost in a sense right I, i'm getting exactly I, it, it's it's part of what i who i am but that's a you thing but i created it that's exactly. the whole thing i created it i yes, chose sir. it this wasn't thrust on me i went to it right so so i can't do this 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 you know weird justification where we say well it's the music's fault. It's TikTok's fault. It's Twitter's yep. fault. No, it's the human interaction with it. That's the problem. You're exactly right. And 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 so so uh, we we do that because it's a low calorie, simple way to identify a problem, point a finger at it, and say, now I can come up with a solution. Because Greg, I can get, I can fight against that music and say we shouldn't have that in here because that and will burn it, cause and, this. Yeah, and, vilify it. You're exactly right. And and listen, you know what that shows. That shows a low level uh, uh, of intellect and acumen when it comes to reading fellow humans, because I'm so afraid that I'll take things that typify or classify you. And the next thing, well, do you remember the art? And I don't remember the name of the art style, Brian. It's happened everywhere in the world for every war, Peloponnesian, everything. But in World War II, because that's more of the era that we're more familiar with, where uh, the Americans uh, uh, created the Nazi look on the posters and the Nazi yeah. were these evil yeah. uh, spiritual demons. Same thing with the Japanese. Well, then you understand Teufelhund, okay, was devil dog. That's how the Germans viewed the Marines. Yeah. And so they had the same thing. So what we're saying at the 30,000 foot level is both of those cultures were identical in how to process and create evil in another culture, right? So, so even though our underpinnings were completely different and national socialism is different than democracy, we use the same methods. Why? Because yeah. at the core, we're all humans. Yes. We all have the same wants and needs. And so you decide to go off the reservation. We didn't decide that for and, you. And we all have to justify our actions in some way course, and justify our, our the way we um, understand things and justify our opinions. So we do that in the same manner. Now, yep. you might use a different drawing, but it's it's the same thing. I mean, uh, you, you, you might you complain about uh, or have a different solution to, but eh, it's really not that different on how we do that because I, I, that's just a psychological and sociological need, right? And hey, you brought it up a, right. Well, you brought it up right there too, fear. Um, so let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk about how 
completely unrelated things can coalesce to make me afraid. Three random happenings all over the country come together. Just I'll talk week. about the yeah. the the, the uh, uh, white guy that's at his house, and I'm saying white guy just so I can remember the incident, not that it's a descriptor in any other way. The white guy that's up at the end of his house and says people have been dragging up and down the street and driving yeah. up and down the street, and he's on a, a remote area on a dirt road, and now he's getting more and more anxious and afraid, and all of a sudden a white female pulls up in a vehicle with three other yeah. people in it, yeah. and he steps out shooting and ends up killing her. Now, Again, just for context, I'm throwing in the the color of the two participants there to show that it is clear that you couldn't have a racist underpinning to that argument. Now, somebody could make one, but yeah. you'd have to interject that. What this is, is fear, a fear of a human that's yep. been fed information that he now starts to put the round peg in the square hole and go, they're coming to this get is me. It. Here they're, they come. This is what they're talking about. Is, this is what I've seen. It up and it's this... an armed home invasion. And I already have a gun. So yep. I don't have to. Put I got to use it. Work there. Yeah. Okay. So so Brian, that issue had nothing to do with the other one with the old man uh, uh, shooting the kid that went through the wrong house. Yeah. Or the 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 guy shooting the people that jumped in the wrong car yep. at, at the store. Young right. Girl, yeah. But but Brian, what happened is we put them together. You know what? Yes. We put them together because the lights in the sky scared me. Because the bubbles under the water scare stars me, up and there. I have to, I have to put something together, and so that must be the archer trying to tell me how to live my life, and that must be the lion trying to tell me that tomorrow is going to be a better day. Our fear drives our hatred, and and we have to break that cycle. And and again, this is no easy task. And Brian, you no. made a great point of it. It's going to take us a hundred thousand years to evolve past this and and it's taken well, you, us a hundred thousand years to get to this point to just to get to this point just where we don't immediately point. club everyone that comes in you know, over the mountain pass because you know that they could be killing us but fear is where a lot of this um uh where a lot of it comes from where where this this sort of ends justification comes from where these poor decisions are made at of course where where uh this kind of subjective reality is created when when uh if i you know in a, in a in a completely sterile comfortable environment you ask me some questions and get me to draw a conclusion it's probably it's likely going to be reasonable the second i put you put some sort of fear over you that you will rationalize everything right you have to because once this exactly. survival mechanism is triggered in your brain there's no going back you can't exactly. unring it you can't wind that back and say well you know had we known this you can't do that in the moment so the point is to the to to not get to the level where you're making decisions out of fear because fear-based decisions are 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 never the good worst or or ever. they're only going to revolve around your personal survival or the survival of your group right uh, yep. but but the idea it, it, that that's the only options your brain will give you and when i become over and i and this is where people the term like self-radicalization comes from yes. kind of that, that that's what you're doing you're going, oh my god and here's another video and that's it, what the guy did this. when he heard those cars outside for years he was doing that building up exactly. to that right and then going it's going to happen i know it's going to happen and this so one came he, closer than the last two thousand times so this and is he had a be strike it. and he i'm, had I'm a done strike. i gotta draw a line in the sand so, and you so, know what? so that goes to, directly to what you were talking about it is my perception becoming a reality because what happened is i perceived it so many times in my mind that I allowed the situation to come together and, and the, the, the Rubik's cube wasn't orange and blue and green, you know, on either side, it still had a couple missing pieces, but it was cognitively close enough for my fear to take over and right. give me a jump to an unreasonable conclusion. And Brian, this goes back to our taser argument. Okay. 
if you don't want people shooting people with the taser, stop making it look like a gun and putting it on what? Your gun belt. Those two things are so overwhelming to the human brain that when the house is on fire, you can't tell the difference. And people go, well, training, training, training. Well, if Gladwell's lie was 10,000 hours would change it, how many people with that taser and that pistol have practiced which one's which, left hand, right hand, under stress, not under stress? Brian, it's ridiculous. You throw that into the mix. You throw a loaded gun into a drawer in a house, and a kid's going to find it, and a kid's going to shoot. I uh, give enough monkeys a typewriter and yeah, we've got paradise lost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. And, and, no, and, I totally and, agree. And so there's a, we, we categorize these things in a way to get people to understand it and cut through the noise to go, well, what do I need to do this? You know, I can make these shootings about whatever I want it to make. Yep. I can make it about, you know, uh, you know, men killing women. I can make it about race. I can make it about guns. I can make it about, you know, whatever I want, but it's fear. I mean, it, so if you stick under the broad category of fear, um, it goes, how did these people involved in this situation get to the level where they were so scared that they felt that their life was threatened and you're yes. going, what would that take? And am I on that path in situ- or is someone I know on that path? Or I mean, because you see a lot of these these kind of cliche quotes that used to come out that that people would say. And like it, it, if, if you really live by such a simple quote or a simple binary way of looking at things, I don't think you're fully understanding the world in general, not just and you must situations. have a miserable life. You, yeah, you know oh what God, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, uh, I mean, just, just uh, what a tabula rasa every day. It, it, everything is a zero or one. It's like, oh, yeah. okay, well, yeah. good, have fun with that. That that sounds horribly. Well, it sounds boring, honestly. But uh, but getting out of that that kind of fear based decisions yes. is is when it's when things are hanging over you, you you will go down a path and not even realize you're on it. And I think a lot of these situations are those pop, popping up now, right? Because we, yes. we said it before. We talked about even during. COVID and after everything, uh, uh, coming out of a long war, like people don't realize like, yeah, but that's just like in the ether. It's just these conversations like that's going on in the back of your mind. So if you have all of these things stacking up and you know what, eggs are expensive and now that you just eat, you eat all that up without ever grounding yourself in reality saying, wait a minute. uh, How is my life affected by everything I'm seeing right now? Precisely. So go to that Brian, go directly to that second shooting we were talking about where the old uh, mid-80s guy yeah, shoots a young a kid, kid that was yeah. going to pick up his sisters yeah, at a house. The wrong house. So, yeah. so add these factors before you make a value judgment. Not you. I'm talking to everybody. Culture produces stability. Okay, Culture produces safety mm-hmm. and security for a tribe of individuals that see themselves together. So a community should develop that culture. But here you had no Gladwellian talk, an outlier. This was an older guy. He had been disenfranchised from his family. COVID really hit everything hard. He was more and more a recluse and secluded. He had all of these life views that were made in a bubble Yep. at a grasp over time for 80-some years, right? And now he doesn't have a family to rely on. He doesn't have the emotional response that you and I uh, do because he doesn't get out in public and socialize and his tribe hasn't taken care of him. So so for every time you say that that he's on his own, that's partly your fault, too, if you're in that yep. community. Yep. And nobody wants to say that. No, yeah, right? no one wants to say, so, well, I tried so reaching out to him. No, he didn't. He sees a guy on a porch yep. and he hears the person shuffling around. And Brian, it's an This is it. He, this, this is, is everything. One. This is the, this is his fear. I've watched the realization. News, I've seen this play come. out. Yep. It, so it's, there, that's where we have to start. 
So he we, he he we can and, fix that. Well, we, he we created that. He yeah. created it, reinforced it. Society reinforced it. Everything yes. in his life reinforced this inevitable pathway yes. of and what was likely going to happen. And he yeah. never saw his brain never could couldn't at that point at that age after hearing all this and thinking this for so long it couldn't create another explanatory storyline where hey you know what maybe it's the kid lost in the neighborhood uh, uh maybe exactly. it's it's someone looking for someone maybe it's someone asking for help or maybe never that it was always 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 fear gloom. is yeah. myopic and fear it is. is like we talk Brian uh, uh, you know, our, our, our buddy, uh, uh, Grossman, who's an expert <laughs> on school shootings now too, but we talk about his first book with reverence because all of us know yeah. that he was on the right track. His research what he was, was trying great. to do. Yeah. And, and his research was great. And also his corollaries were great. Yeah. So you can't function if you have tunnel vision, but tunnel vision is how you function. He, he missed that one critical step. Right. That tunnel vision is how you're supposed to function in an emergency because your brain slows time down so you can see those factors that weigh more heavily in your survival, right? So that's a simple thing. We could do that sound bite right now on LinkedIn and people would buy our upcoming novel, right? But the idea is what we do is we oversimplify that and we say fear is a powerful thing. Fear changes your DNA. Fear changes how you breathe, how your heart pumps, how your, your capillaries mm -hmm. interact, how the chemicals in your brain structure. And this guy that turned himself in with his gun said to everybody, I was scared to death. That's what we can fix. We can fix that as a culture. We can fix that perception of reality. You know what we can't fix? We can't fix it if we keep dumping it in and going, it's just racism. The country's still yeah, racist. It, this it, is still a lynch mob mentality. Are, because what we do is we painted ourselves into a gosh damn corner, and now no further psychological, sociological uh, uh, talk can take place. Because and, and it's all, already with a chip on their shoulder. Brian. Well, if we keep looking for for simple answers, then we're going to keep getting simple solutions, and we're going to yes. keep. And having, if we keep looking for a fight, yeah. Brian, oh yeah, we're going to find a fight. Yeah. That's it. You, no, you got it. And 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 that's that's you know. I don't know. I, mean, I some of these are just people wanting to do that, right? They literally just want to. I want to pick a fight, or I want to go out there, or, yep. or I want to be well, a hero. For example, or be... you and I don't know enough about the the cheerleader one yet, right? Because there's still there's information be that's coming in, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the information was really odd. Uh, they always park here. This is the carpool lot. She yeah. just made a mistake and went to the wrong car, they're, they're, and then the person left that car and came over and shot him. That's interesting to me. And and why would it be? pushed in with these others well it, because it's easy for us to do that right and it got thrown in there and, and same thing and and there there there's likely more to that story um even just, though these stories are are separate and distinct they'll always be lumped together for time and memoriam and they're yeah. wrong yeah you know it, it, and, it, it, no that's a that's a that's a that's a great point and how we do that like we lump things together that don't seemingly belong together to show a bigger point, but you also have to be careful. You're yep. talking about case by case basis on 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 you how you look to. at things and and not fall fall into these traps. But I mean, the I, I like what you said when you said fear is myopic. It's it's a good way to look at it, and I think a lot of people don't realize um, 
there's a there's a lot of folks walking around out there right now you know yes. people listening to this podcast statistically speaking um there's people listening to this podcast who are op- operating in this mode where where there there there's a level of fear and anxiety there and now fear and anxiety are different right fear is right yes. now in the moment anxiety is anticipation protracted. kind of yep, fear based exactly. but but like protracted so so later yep. on so but yep. but your anxiety can turn to fear very quickly and and so when presented with something that you have been anxious about, suddenly you might get scared. And, and so a lot of people are operating at that level. And and if we're not careful, every one of those interactions could, could go um, catastrophically wrong, just, just from, from misunderstanding and, and just being scared. I mean, that's literally what it is, is being scared. And I don't think we handle things well, because, you know, you look at what is, what does every generation say about the previous gener or about the next generation? <laughs> oh, you bunch exactly. of pussies. You have it so yep. easy back in my day that every single generation. So if you've said that right now, sorry to tell you, but your parents said that about you and their parents said the that Greeks about that. Uh, the Romans yeah. were saying it. Oh, exactly. Would they, I mean, Plato wrote about that. Like we are doing. Plato wrote that you stoic bastards don't understand life. Right? Yeah, like, so cool. No, exactly. exactly. And, and, and so, so that, 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 that's the point. But then what do we yep. do? We continue to try and nerf the world. Well, let's get rid of this. Let's get rid of that. You can't say that on social media. Maybe you need to be a certain age. It's like, all right, right. So, so you're saying every generation is getting softer, right? But, but you're you're also then going to contribute to that by by la- by not developing them. You're going to nerf the world. You're not going to build resilience in the next generation. You're going to say, right. I'm going to go out there and nerf the world. I'm going to prohibit you from doing any of these things. I'm not going to allow this. Or I can do that. I can spend my whole life trying to accomplish that. Or I can turn and go with the insurgent and go, all right, man, the, you're going to be faced with some challenging situations in life. Yep. This is how you get better at facing them. This is how and you there's nothing gonna, in life that guarantees it's going to be fair, Brian. And yeah. you tell, you tell oh, that yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. So so don't think that somebody's going to give you a free lunch. It's yeah. always going to have a club behind it. I love that about you. Is that you're not only pragmatic, but you're practical. Oh, and well, that's every time she brings up, well, that's not fair. I go, you're absolutely right. You and I play by a different set of rules in this house. That's just how it is. And that's going to change. That's going to change over time, right? I go, if you want to change some of those rules, here's the things you can work on. When you get older, that's going to change. But under these circumstances, we play by a different set of rules. And you can choose to protest. Yeah. Okay. But you're going to find your ass in the yard. Or, okay. or there's the right the, way to do it. There's the wrong way to do it. I love because McKaylee does the, okay, you want to do that? Write out a plan on how we're going to accomplish that. Tell yeah. me how you want to do that. What are the steps involved? And I'm like, oh, that's good. Critical thinking. <laughs> Man, that's <laughs> that's promoting critical thinking right there. Hail yeah. to McKaylee. Yeah. And, 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 but, but that's the thing is like, we, we have this counterintuitive view of how to solve these problems. The, 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 yeah, the violence. Okay. So, so just like fear can spill into rage. Because when I'm afraid, I can lash out. And even if I lash out at the shadow on my porch, it's rage nonetheless. It's, it's okay? something for me. It, it came from fear. Somebody lit the match too close to my fear, and it jumped. Now that chasm has become uh, uh, that momentary rage where I feel that I have to scream and defend myself and fire my gun. Yeah. And then I recede back it, into the house and I don't want to give myself up for an hour because I'm not sure what just fucking happened. Well, and, and it, that's because you're a human. And, right? and these, these different cultural wars play yeah. on that, right? Because yeah, it's like, well, do. I don't know how to articulate what I'm upset about. So I'm going to get mad at that thing right there because yep. I don't like it. My group doesn't because which I, I, all of these just call, 
these cultural wars that go on. I think they're so fucking boring and right. I think they're so stupid. And I think a lot of it is there's people that have contempt for other people, which is fine. You you can have that. You could still live in a society with someone you have contempt for. That's okay. Right. right. Uh, I think there's people that don't know how to articulate what it is that they're upset about and they're angry about something and they don't know how to describe it. So they just lash out at whatever thing is in the news and they can get upset about because it's yes. easier that way. I can just psychologically project all of my different problems right. on this and everyone does that every human does that it's not a it's not a you know what side of the political spectrum are on they all do it and it, i i hate it because it just one it, it obfuscates everything we don't know we we can't clearly see what the problem is we're, yep. we're never going to get dissonance baby turbidity baby and, and, yeah, that's and, where it comes and, from and and then and then people profit off of that i mean yeah. whether that's yeah. a company or a politician you know to get they're, they're going to profit off of off of that and that's the problem that so, so what are you stand. saying you know what you're saying you're saying that the company that just started advertising that they're going to have a safe room that you can press a button and it's going to pop up in a school to save your kid okay. they're going to say that can reduce your anxiety and i would agree but the resource officer is nailing your daughter in that place because it shows them a place that they can hide or the kids are using fentanyl in it. Exactly. Don't come back to me and say, this was a bad idea. We have to think longer. We, Brian, you're and I, my business plan, when we have to go to, to Shelly and Martin or talk to any of our stakeholders, it's a century. It, it's not 15 minutes. It's not next yeah, month. It, it's, it's where do we want to be over the here. next decade? Right. And where do we want us to, to be able to be in the market in, in, in a century? Because if we're not talking about well, that, it's just like all we're doing is, is going along with everything else. We're holding up. I just breath, got off the call with we're not going to mention this morning, but same no, thing. It's like no. this is how you build that legacy program. Exactly. This is how you make it yours so that in and bigger when, than when, all when, of us. when budget cuts happen in four years and you can't pay me to come help you with this, it still exists and it's still oh, you, going. You, it's still you mean that DNA. that cool Vince Vaughn movie with Google where everybody is having fun and it's a greatest environment in the world. And now all of a sudden they're yeah. laying off people by the thousands mm. and shit's changed. Right. Mm. And, and so when, when somebody says, well, that, that yeah, is inevitable. Yeah, it was inevitable, but nobody told you that when you came in the first day. And that's what people yeah. have to understand. I don't care that you have a PhD. You could be out on your ass tomorrow. You have to understand that that, that turbidity uh, uh, is fomented by stuff like two-party uh, uh, system in democracy, right. by rising or falling oil prices. And, yeah. and what happens is because we think that there's an app to fix all that shit, and it's going to be fast, that we don't look at the long-term ramifications and that anxiety builds up. And that's why I shoot somebody that comes to my porch. Because that's those, that those, simple. Th those things that are outside of my control will give me anxiety, Greg. Like I can't, yes. I can't control what the price of a gallon of gas is going to be at the pump, yep. but it, but it, it, it hits me hard. But I can so, control drinking at a bar tonight and wallowing in self-pity. I can, I can, and I can control who I, I can control who I direct my anger towards. Oh, you're exactly right. You know? Whether that's outward, whether that's inward, like yourself. Well, I can control this pain. That's what yep. like you just said. If I can go cut myself and I can control yep. how much pain I feel, well, man, that's that's what you're using it for. And 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 all exactly. of that stuff that happens out there, it, it's we often we we it it often affects us less it, it often affects our daily life less than we really think. But we we blame we, we have to blame something. It, yeah. Right. We make it affect our daily life and we uh, uh, insinuate ourselves into the situation because we have to have drama. We can't just have yes. all comedy. No, we have to have drama there. We have yeah. to be long to this set and understand that that set of people rely on me for something. And even if that something is always being Eeyore, it'll never work. We're all going to yeah. die. They have to rely on me because that's how I feel 
stable in that environment. No, and that, that's how it goes from the psychological to the sociological needs that every human being and every society needs and that we need as humans. Exactly. Like, well, I, if you're upset about this, Greg, I should probably be upset about it too. And right. you know what? Yeah, that's right. That is messed up. And you know what? Maybe we should think this way. And now it spirals wildly out of control. And 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 control is so important you know, for, exactly for humans. Right. And we have to have some control. We have to find that in some way. And like you just said, I can't you know, the comedy doesn't work unless you have a drama because everything's a comparative Precisely. baseline. There can't you, be a hell unless you understand a heaven. Heaven, yeah. There, there, it, there has to be those polar it, opposites, right? So, so, you, so you need that, right? You can't, you can't have a California if you don't have a Florida, right? We need both yep. of those, actually. You know what I mean? I, You're exactly I, right. I, well, I, I look need... at the rat issue that we had. Okay, so <laughs> perfect example. You know, one, one coast is the rats are the other. Oh is, oh my god! god. We can't use the so what was that from? So. From from was it somewhere in L.A., West Hollywood, or yeah. something like that? The the yeah. local city said we're no longer using glue rat traps that's inhumane to clutch these rats we can't treat animals like that and then you and on the same, the same same the same the same week it was go to the east coast in new york yep. city they they finally appointed their first ever rat czar to control. now imagine that on your on your uh on your business card brian you know what I'm saying? that's title your title ever i think exactly. she, I, I don't know much about it. i gotta read into this person but like i mean imagine like hey i'm the rat czar of new york exactly. city i bet you have more pull then, then most there, there's there's uh, 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 leaders of <laughs> there's leaders of nation states that have less assets available right. to them than the rats. They'll are hold New York the door City open does. when you're going to the <laughs> to trattoria, the pizzeria for you, and somebody will go, "Why'd you hold the door?" It's a fucking rat's are, man. Rats are. You know, I mean, don't you know who that is? That's great. I love that. Yeah. There's going to be, by the way, there's going to be a, a reckoning there too because that's going to turn into a mini series. You know, I rats so. are. Yeah, I hope there's a to... documentary being filmed about it. Right? How can now, you? Look, oh my gosh, I didn't want to get into the West Coast thinking on that one. And, yeah. and I'm all for everybody. And I don't want anybody to be in pain or hurting. Right. Let's right. go right back to what we were talking about. You can it, get an answer out of somebody by using torture. Yep. But it's only the answer uh, that they're going to give you. It ain't, the, it ain't the right answer. That's it's, confirmation it's, bias. It's, it's That's just, a great example. Torture is just like chat GPT. It's trying to give you the answer that it thinks you want. Exactly. It, not, yeah. not, not the right one. It's, it's, you know, it, so. It, <laughs> and it's warm and it feels convenient and the words are in some kind of order. Yeah. That's what we do. All right. of a sudden we feel st stability and there's a sense of security in that. And then 10 years from now, we're going to look back and go, what were we thinking? You yeah. know it. Yeah. No, I, that, that's, that's, that's the ultimate way to look at it. I think right there is. Yeah. You know, if if someone were looking back on this ten years from now, or what do you want to be remembered by this? You know, if exactly. you fast forward this ten years and go, you know, where where does this be? And we we talk about time all the time on this, and I love even when we had uh, uh, Dr. Leah DeBello on here, who was great. And she brought up time is a function of language, and that was another one I wrote down. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that we 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 don't. You know, we, our brain is not good at categorizing things or perceiving time very well. So nope. I, I think I think that's uh you know that and fear is myopic. I like that yeah. one, Greg. Well, and I and, and I tell you what, every once in a while you see something that just changes your outlook on a day. So we're in a small community in the middle of nowhere, and there's a great distance between all the homes. Uh, a couple of dogs went missing a couple of days ago, and what does the community do? They pull yeah. together, they locate the dogs, and everybody yesterday was out cheering for the dogs as they came back out of the wilderness, and people were crying and patting each other on the back, and it brought the community together. Look, you can have that power with a culture, or you can turn yeah. it, 
into into hate, death, and fear in just by using words or by saying nothing or by jumping into a protest and further alienating the people rather than having a pancake breakfast and bringing them together. And no, Brian, I, I truly believe that. Truly. Yeah. Plus, I love pancakes too. Who doesn't? Wow, so funny. Come, You've never taken me to someone breakfast. All, someone someone at breakfast, and then uh, I have to wait all day long and eat nothing but a Lara bar and a Fig Newton or something. It's horrible. Not a Fig Newton. That sounds good no, though. No. I think I'm going to stop and eat now. Yeah, yeah. That's a that that's probably a good good spot. To I talked myself Although, into being hungry. That the problem too is the the out the outrage culture. If you can say, "Hey, we're having a free pancake yep. breakfast," and someone will come up and goes, "What do you have a problem with waffles?" You don't exactly. <laughs> and what do you mean by free? There's strings attached somewhere. Yeah, that's so, my ass. That's so, a good answer. So that's that's good. Well, um, you know, I I know we kind of we got into a lot. Uh, I started with understanding what we mean by culture as context and bring that into perception versus reality and and how those go hand in hand yeah. and how things come down to fear and and decision making. So, um, you know, there hopefully hopefully there's some takeaways in there got to be a lesson in there somewhere <laughs> um, it was the right amount of time that we talked yeah i don't know don't worry about the content anymore At this it's point, just a time I'm just thing. going shit i got like six oh, things God. i gotta get done today so maybe we should wrap this exactly um and um, i wanted you to protect friday and you damn jammed a bunch of shit into friday so now i don't know i know i apologize but there's only so many days in the week and so many hours in a day hey, and that was not my design. time is just a function of language it is. It is. Well, um, you know, I want to remind everyone, we obviously, we have the Patreon side where we, yes. we go into details about some of the stuff or give a little bit more that we want to at least just have behind a paywall a little yep. bit just to keep some of the riffraff out. And then, um, you know, check out the Left of Greg podcast website. Yes, please. Go to leftofgreg.com. Uh, you can sign up there. Stay, stay informed about different stuff that we have going on and check out the Arcadia Cognorati one as well. Follow us on social media. Uh, we, we've got a lot coming this year, uh, a lot even this summer. So stay informed because those folks who are in the club and sign up and do all that stuff obviously get first dibs and get all the discount stuff when we start doing all this and and we get to use as a as a sounding board for future yes. things that we do so so some of the things that we do behind the scenes will will enlist the aid of others as we recommend other people doing and so that's this community here who listens to this podcast being enlisting your aid where you can get some maybe some cool free training or something like that out of it and we get some feedback for what we maybe are potentially building on another project and, and you become the rat star in that moment you become the rat star for arcadia Cagnarati. the piper uh, of rats the piper of pied so we we always we've had those different job descriptions you know what yeah. i mean where like you know puppet master was yeah. who runs the range on different minion. stuff and different dominion and trunk monkey or, or death, trunk death monkey led, i mean death led driver yeah death sled rats are is a whole new one rats are yeah. is like but that sounds really important i think that might it be sure above my, my title i don't know <laughs> well senior rats are would be above your title if we I ever have to if we ever have to bring in an outside ceo i think that would be their title rats are love it <laughs> okay well, well, folks, tell us what you think, though. Yeah, yeah. Let, let us know what you think. Leftofgreg at gmail.com. We, we appreciate everyone listening. Uh, and thank you for those of you who've been sharing it with your friends because we've been a, a bump in listens and everything. And so we welcome all of our new listeners. Please, we do uh, uh, appreciate it when you share an episode with a friend. That's the best way to kind of grow this and get more people into it. Say, hey, here's what I listened to. Here's why I liked it. 
Um, we should also include this, these kind of comments more at the beginning of the episode too, when people cool. are still listening, but, uh, we got to remember to do that. <laughs> so <laughs> are we still on? I, mean, I think so. Exactly. Um, but we thank everyone for tuning yeah. in. We do appreciate it and we appreciate your support and thank you for listening. And don't forget that training changes behavior. That's all for today, folks. But if you'd like even more content, you can head over to our Patreon page. The link can be found in the episode details. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, follow us on social media, and please tell your friends about the show. Thanks for tuning in and thank you for your support.